0: I'm Mandy, And I'm Jessica. And this is The Coop.
1: You're listening to The Coop Homeschool Podcast. This is your podcast for community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling. This is Episode 77, Emergency Homeschool Essentials.
0: All right. It is emergency homeschooling essentials today. Oh, <laughs> call 911. I know. Pardon the hyperbole. <laughs> but by emergency, we mean the sudden situation you might find yourself needing to homeschool. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, in the previous episode, we talked about um, should I homeschool? And some of those scenarios were kind of urgent. Yeah, you'd want to finish the week or finish the day, right? And then take your kid out because they're getting bullied or there's just a non-negotiable mm-hmm. happening at school. Or maybe you haven't ever had your kid in public school
1: and you were going to and changed your mind and now it's the school year and you're scrambling. I know. I mean, I went to a homeschool conference years ago and almost everybody there were emergency homeschoolers at some point. That's For how sure. they started. And right. and it was literally people working all day long and, right. and taking their kids even out of high school being like, Oh, we're done. Uh, we're yep. done, and I st- I'm going to start homeschooling tomorrow. Right. I don't know what I'm doing, but right. this has to happen.
0: So we put together a list of what we think are truly the essentials that you need to think through, mm-hmm. even if you only have the one night to think through it, and then the rest will come. So right. it's not an exhaustive list. Mm-hmm. It's just the
1: what is critical for getting started, and then you can do the rest later. I love it. Yeah. But before we jump in, Mandy, scoop on the coop. Well, my scoop on the coop is we are now parents, well, my daughter's now the mother. You're a grandma. I'm a grandma of a hamster. Weird. Yeah, someone last minute, just three days ago or four days ago, said, hey, we have a hamster. You want it? And I was like, oh, that'd be a great birthday present since my daughter's turning 10. And I asked her if she wanted it, and she said yes. And it came with everything because they bought it three days earlier. And
0: oh wow! And it's it was bugging yeah. their dog
1: oh. and and waking them up at night because the dog was really into the hamster getting up and on yeah. the wheel. No way! So they said, "Oh, we can't. We're not getting any sleep." So uh, we funny. haven't. We have. They even came with food and Perfect. everything. Yeah. And what I love is. My daughter is still interested in working as a vet someday, so mm-hmm. this will give her additional know-how, additional wisdom in taking care of animals. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick it up. By the time I get home, make sure you've watched some YouTubes about hamster care. You know about hamsters because... Right. Coming it's home in like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> done and done. Yeah. And she already seemed to know a lot because she has a cousin who has hamsters and they had like redone the bedding and they had taken right. care of it the past two summers when we were there. So it's awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for her learning and, and her uh animal wisdom developing. What's its name? Sage. Oh, cute. Yeah. It's a I was really proud of her for picking a, a more mature, a mature name, name versus yeah. like Yeah. My daughter Big wants cheeks or something. Yeah. My daughter wants
0: to name her tarantula spider. Oh yeah. That's there's, funny. There's been several different names and now it's just spider, so it can be ambiguous. No one can guess if it's a boy or a girl. It's just spider. So did she have funny. it already? No, not okay, yet. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. she's been really working Planning. hard on the names. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. My scoop. Um, our girls learned a hard lesson. Oh. In their friendship.
1: Oh yeah. 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 So oh, um yeah.
0: I forgot about that. They both are aspiring writers and we love, I'm speaking for you, Mm -hmm. we love their joy in writing Mm -hmm. and we want it to be exclusive in the sense that they should have their own joy in their writing. And their own voice. And their own voice and their own style and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And it's it's going to develop on its own path, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not the same writer. Right. They're going to develop differently and they're going to have different strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they really wanted to work together. I know. And oh. instead of sharing their mutual love for writing and just being able to bounce ideas off of each other, because they were nine, this, Yeah. you know. They're young, and so they don't know that yet. So they got so excited; they wanted to write series together. And you and I both were like, "Oh, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, have fun, yeah." You know, See and it's just goes. so hard because they were both so invested mm-hmm. in it and so passionate about it, and
1: such strong girls yeah. that they couldn't compromise. Yeah, and we didn't expect them. And to. And they just like were critiquing each other without hearing the tone because right. it's all done on Google Docs, which right. is great. They've figured out Google right. Docs. So they're and putting in notes in
0: the sidebars yeah, and yeah. everything, and it's not reading well. And... They're
1: both extremely blunt and honest. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they're like the same person. This sometimes. is boring,
1: or the, this. Right. This is. I don't know what you mean by this. And oh, right. And if if we said I say that to my daughter, like, totally. oh, this is this is kind of boring. I'm feeling a little bored. What yeah, could you like, do? How can you make yeah. it more interesting for but the reader? Different. But it's different yeah. when you're reading it, right? And it, yeah,
0: and it's different when you're just writing the words. I feel bored. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that just sounds like a straight up, you know, criticism. But, but you just move
1: on from that. You're right. just letting. You're thinking their writing, like how we feel when we read someone else's writing. We're not attached to it. We're not invested right. in it. And so, like I do the same thing. I forget that someone put a lot of thought into something. Right. Like they this. care about this. Yeah. yeah. And um, I remember when my husband would show me his writing, I would immediately do that. I would go through and I would say, No, this. I don't get this. Why would you and then he stopped showing me his writing and I was like, Why don't why don't you show yeah. me your writing, right? He's like, Because you had nothing good to say. Right. And I was like, Oh, well, I thought that was a given. Right. I thought you knew I liked your work. Yeah, so now I'm I'm just doing the parts that right. you didn't catch. Right. So but, we decided yeah. to,
0: to call it and I sat the girls down and you know, we discussed what I was gonna say when I said it to them. And I was oh, yeah. just like, Girls, we love that you love writing. But it's causing a conflict, mm-hmm. and it's not fun for you to have this struggle, and it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. We can take away the struggle, we can take away this conflict, and then you can still love writing. Mm-hmm. You can write whatever you want to write and just love it. You know, I think they both had dreams of being published soon, know, yeah. you know, so then there was this idea sharing problem. I'm like, nah, uh. We're not yeah. worried about any of that stuff. You're going to yeah. love your friend and let her write what she wants to write, even if it was a joint idea. Right. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, yeah. She gets to still love it, and so do you. Yeah, you both I'm just protecting yours on from, from that. Yeah. yeah, It's just time to move on and enjoy writing for mm-hmm. yourself. Share what you want to share, but now you have this be- experience
1: behind you to mm-hmm. guide your decision making. And what's so cool about that is this was, this was happening where eventually we got wind of it. Right, But if this was happening outside the home, like in a computer lab every day, we would have had no idea. No, And then our our child could have been very emotional coming home from school and things like that. And we wouldn't have been able to figure out what's going on. Or, yeah, she finally does have
0: the emotional breakdown about it. Yeah. But we at least knew it was already going on. Yeah. You know, like the surprise of like, wait, what? You started a book series with somebody? You know, like none of it was a surprise for us. Right. And in fact, we had already more gently advised our kids not to work together. Right. You know, because this wasn't the first time. Well, it was the same conflict
1: and the same stuff. And, and a year like, ago, we put the kibosh on their script oh, yeah, writing their movies. because it was, they were writing a script um, the called Blood, Blood, Blood Eaters. Oh, I thought it was Blood
0: Girl. It was Blood Eaters
1: okay. based on the um, Harry a play on words from the Harry Potter um, okay. yeah. people. And yeah, and it was it was, so we already put the kibosh on that. But that is our that is how they're learning and figuring out and finding right. their way. And they need guidance. They're nine years old. Right. And and they should. And so
0: what we discussed for ourselves was when it's appropriate, we need to put them through. Um The ability to critique, you know, to teach them how to be a critique partner with somebody. Yeah. You know, and it's just hard when you're actually invested in something together. It's just hard. And they don't have the emotional maturity yet to, to, to,
1: test their friendship with right yeah, yeah and you were saying yeah. friendships get ruined over things like it does. this they and you and we value your friendship right and this is trivial yeah you both should be writers stop doing yeah. this you yeah know? right anyway that was and, my and then we both <laughs> pointed out in our own homes without even knowing it that um jk rowling didn't publish yeah. anything from when she was nine years old right don't worry don't worry it it It'll happen for you oh, if right. you want it to happen, but it doesn't right. have to be your nine-year-old And stuff. if
0: some shared idea is going to make you some money, we'll talk to your friend about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It. We'll figure it out. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, back to the topic at hand. Are yeah. you ready? Uh-huh. So, if you find yourself in a situation of needing to pull your child from school and begin homeschooling, we have a list of essentials for you to focus on. mm mm-hmm. um, So... It's going to be a transition either way, um, but if you're pulling your kid on a Friday and need to start homeschooling on a Monday, we broke it down into the categories that need your attention the most, and then the rest will start to fill in. Excellent. So the first category I have here is administrative. So as much as that sounds like something you could put off, truancy is a real thing. If, yeah. you're, if you're taking your kid out of the public school, it is extremely important to handle that administrative
1: bit. Quickly yeah, I mean, I've sat in on like, I don't know what we called them like cousin meetings, yeah and, a and uh, hearing yeah a hearing, and it's just it's it's uncomfortable, it's intense, yeah it's there's important people there yeah. And everything's getting recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to veer away from that. You don't want to be labeled as, or having a truant child Mm -hmm. um, because
0: it's the child protective services that get involved. It's not just like the school principal calling you. Mm -hmm. So it's not meant to be scary. It's just meant to tell you that you need to know what your rights are and the process from withdrawing or unenrolling from the school. Mm -hmm. And typically the school will try and push back and make it harder for you. So I highly suggest either going to our homeschool hub to learn about the different state resources mm-hmm. or go straight to the Homeschool Defense, um, Legal, Defense. Legal Defense Association, mm-hmm. the HSLDA.org, mm-hmm. because they will provide you information about all 50 states and um, are a great place to start. And mm-hmm. then you do have to deal directly with your school. And then um, after you've pulled your child out, you need to make sure you know what your state's requirements are for privately homeschooling are. Uh-huh. So if you unenroll from the school, that's just step one. Some states need you to declare something for your kids. Mm-hmm. So whether that's you know privately homeschooling as your own private school in home, great. If it's you know telling the public school that you're doing independent study, you just need to figure out what is required of you so that you can breathe easy, that mm-hmm. that part is done. Totes. Yeah, um, so that moves us into the next category. You don't have anything else to say about yeah? Administrative, we got rid of the boring,
1: the boring stuff.
0: Yeah, we didn't want to. We didn't want to <laughs> overwhelm you with administrative stuff because there's certainly but more. But it's eventually. a necessity. Yeah. But these are the critical things that you need to do if you're you're pulling your kid. Yeah. So then there's the academic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now this is another one where we would say, take your deep breath. It's okay to de school. You don't really have to do anything right off the bat. Right. But. I figure many people feel strongly that they need to have some kind of academic plan. Mm-hmm. So create one. Yeah. You know, um, the educational resources is a huge category. Mm-hmm. It, it is overwhelming, mm-hmm. which is why we would say don't worry about it yet. Yeah. But if you need to start somewhere, uh, you um, can start online. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go and buy a single thing. Watch some documentaries. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Done. Science, done. History, Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe some educational YouTube videos. You know, we've got our favorite guys for elementary age. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got Operation Ouch to learn about the human body. Mm -hmm. You've got Mr. DeMeo to teach both social studies and science. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's got his fun things. Mm -hmm. And the timetables.
1: He does his timetable Yeah, he does. Yeah. And then you have like Multiplication Nation. If they're in Mm -hmm. like needing help with multiplication. Yeah. Yeah, If you have devices
0: and that's the preferred method, there's lots of free apps that provide learning Mm -hmm. and,
1: you know, there's YouTube on there or whatever you have. Yeah. And just keep in mind, anything you're choosing to do like that first week can just give you room to breathe. Exactly. You don't need a a
0: real curriculum Mm -hmm. right out the gate. You don't even really need an educational plan right away. But if you feel the need to do something educational on that first Mm -hmm. day or week while you get your stuff together... These are some options. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, library. Could you feel any more educational yeah. than going to the library? Actually, <laughs> I think that would be a for a great first day of, totally. of, of homeschool. Like, if you totally. want a special first day of homeschool to, like, set it apart. Yeah. If you go to the library and say, hey, pick out some books and um, let's read those for the next couple days. Right. And don't forget, these the library is not limited to just... Fun reading
0: books. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful reference mm-hmm. books. You know the Smithsonian books, or what is it that your kids like? Uh, Micah likes the um,
1: oh like w- what what's gross or um, um world, records, Guinness yeah, world, world, records. Re- world records. Yeah, world world records. Yeah, and then
0: like some he likes those kind. And so if that's something your kid is interested in, they're gonna pick up all kinds of weird and crazy facts that yeah. are
1: that might fun. be a door opening to right. a,
0: a whole study. Right. So mm-hmm. ultimately. Feeling out what they are interested in is a huge gain to you in learning what you might want to set okay, as an yeah.
1: educational plan. So you yeah. go to the library. <laughs> Mandy likes this one. Yeah, and <laughs> then you 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 get your books. You you go, go. to the used part of the library where yeah. they're selling it, or yeah. the the, the, the little friends book store. of the library bookstore, yeah. yeah, see if there's anything there. Get the little sheet that says if there's any classes coming up because they have hangouts for high schoolers. They yeah. have a chess club. They have all that stuff. You could see if there's something fun your kid wants to sign up for, even starting that week, to show them that it's right. different, to show them yeah. life is going to be different, even academically. Right. And you know who's there on a Monday between nine and one? Homeschoolers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll already start meeting people. <laughs> yeah. You can connect with them. I love the idea of just starting off with something easy. And different, yeah. Because it doesn't have to be an
0: adventure. If you yeah. really truly want to keep it centered around education and the idea of continuing school, academics and academics, go to the library. If if your child is like, "But I'm going to miss out on finishing this study on uh, whales," go get all the books you can about whales at the library. Yeah, get the documentary DVDs. Get mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you know, get the ma- I mean, they have the National Geographic magazines. You can yeah, check out. Totally. Like, it's just such a rich place to go. Mm-hmm. And see what they gravitate towards to customize what
1: you're doing. And you can check things out for free. Mm-hmm. It's just a free resource. And then afterwards, go get gelato and yeah. sit there with your books. Yeah. And have some gelato and some discussion. Yeah. And, and and that could even be your day. Homeschool done. Yeah.
0: yeah. Check. Yeah. But that's why I put it up there as an essential. Mm-hmm. Because if if you really are struggling and you just needed to make pull that bandit off and bring your kid home... Mm-hmm. Go to the library. Yeah. Just take that deep breath, but know that you have resources. Mm-hmm. You are not alone. You are not waiting for books in the mail, for curriculum that yeah. cost
1: you $500. You don't have to do that. And your kid will not get behind no. taking a week to just lay low right what do you think happens during
0: testing week
1: yeah yeah and now now you don't even have to do that right but
0: during testing week they're not really doing much of their other academic studies Mm -hmm. and so you know what it's okay if you let them just do something that interests them yeah yeah that's learning too Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of what i had for academics anything else that you think i missed there we're trying to keep it basic and brief in the sense that we're talking about just the essentials to get you started. And this is just a suggestion.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it's not the life if you don't have a library near you, then right. um, just grab some books and go to Starbucks and sit yep. at Starbucks There's the and, used and bookstore Yeah, too, go to the used York. bookstore, go to Barnes and Noble. I mean, I just spent two hours there on yeah, Sunday they have with our the, girls. The, the neighborhood libraries now. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's at least three in my neighborhood yeah. that I see. You know, go grab a couple books. Yeah, if your child can read. That, that's the content. That's mostly what they're doing in academics. They're reading what they're supposed to be learning. Right.
0: Absolutely. All right. So then my next category is experiential. Mm-hmm. So school provides an experience. Mm-hmm. And so when you bring your kids home, there are some things that are experiential that could be essential mm-hmm. for you to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this one is easier to accomplish because they're kind of what fits your life yeah. and your kids' interests. So mm-hmm. for this category, um, you know, you could go to museums. Mm-hmm. You know, that's highly educational. Mm-hmm. Is Do you want to go to the Natural History Museum? That's an amazing way to spend the day Totes. and just see what the, Again, you're using this as a tool to observe what your kids like and are interested in how they take in information, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can eventually build a plan. Um, go to the beach, the park, the hike, go for a hike, play on the playground. Yeah. I don't know how old your kids are. Yeah. You know, but pick what suits them. Yeah. Go to the zoo. I mean, just in case you've never listened to us before, we do live in Southern California. So these references, keep in mind, we live in a really, uh, great area with an abundance of museums yeah. and, and everything's stuff.
1: everything's within 45 minutes. Yeah.
0: So if you don't have these things close by, you can insert the things that work for you. Right. Um. Go on a road trip. There you go. I don't mean, have a library close by or yeah. these options. Go on a little adventure. You know, it's, take two hours, a mm-hmm. two hour road trip each way. You can do that in a day oh, without, totally. you know, getting overwhelmed. People drive that to Disneyland or,
1: you know, to yeah. wherever. And, and you can do And do your kids like donuts? Right. Because yes. I would even suggest. If you want to show we're gonna do something cool and fun and unique because we can now right. do the donut road trip. We have yeah. we have a blog about yeah. what to do. Uh we've talked about it on our podcast and one so of our funny. road trip episodes. Right. And um stop off at three different donut shops and taste test the three donuts right. and and have them make a chart of yeah. which ones they liked and what they liked about right. the five senses. Set and, up a blind taste test for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, And just show them like we can have unique experiences and this is going to be awesome because I'm just wondering, I'm just thinking if the child is grieving the loss of school. Exactly, The experiences might be essential for you. Yeah, this might be what, yeah. And then if they're really excited about not needing to be at school, then you don't have as much of an uphill battle. You really could hang out at home and free play and and read some books, you know. Exactly. So, um...
0: design your homeschool plan together. Yeah, Like there are some kids who would love that. They're like, Mm -hmm. what? I can choose what I want to learn because I, we truly believe because the experts have told us and we see it, Mm -hmm. that children are natural learners. Mm -hmm. They're born born to learn. That's why they learn to crawl. That's why they learn to walk because they're trying to learn more. Mm -hmm. They're trying to belong to their society That socialization. You know, they're trying to be a part and to be able to do the next thing. They're always learning. And then as they get older, their interests diversify. Mm -hmm. You know, and so they're not just learning to crawl. Now you've got the kid who wants to know how the train works. And then you've got the kid who wants to know more
1: about the sea creatures. Mm -hmm. Help them. Well, I mean, we were studying um, some California history and about uh, discover uh, who discovered San Diego. Right. And my son says, "What are the top ten things to do in California?" So I was like, "Let's look it up." Yeah, and, there's a good list. And and actually, what's so funny is everyone has their own version. So of course. We're talking about Yosemite. We're talking about Big Sur. We're talking about uh, Santa Santa Cruz. And yeah. And then other people. And then some are the redwoods, and some are you know, but they all have their different lists. So then he's hearing about twenty different things in California that there is to do yeah. and see. And most of them uh nature based exactly and so it was just really cool like here here's here we dove in and i could have probably gone in deeper but um and then at that point he could say let's go experience some of these right i want to put these on my list yeah right and yeah. then you could go do them exactly so
0: some kids are just going to really enjoy that. And we definitely have resources to help you with designing mm-hmm. your plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have our homeschool starter pack that really dives in there. And then we have our other podcast episodes, um, how to just des- design your homeschool year. And, and all of those things, we always suggest including your kids. Yeah. You have to include your kids. If you mm-hmm. want to design an educational plan, that's going to work for both of you. Mm-hmm. You have to involve your kids. If you want it to work Well, if you don't want it to work for anybody, don't ask them and force it on them and see what happens. But no, in all honesty, you can devise the best plan that you think is the best for your kid.
1: But if they don't love it, it's going to be a battle. And it could be a give and take too. Like if if they feel like they have enough voice, like, oh, I want to learn about video games. And then you do dive into learning about video games. They don't want, when it comes time to doing their math book and they don't like math, they're more willing to do their math book because they're also learning about things they want to learn about.
0: I agree. Um, I mean, that's how I kind of set it up in my house. You know, what science unit do you want to study this Mm -hmm. time? Because I'm going to ask you to go through this curriculum with me and I really want it to be fun for us, Mm -hmm. but I also want to make sure that it's not the only thing that you're doing. Right. You know, and that was a good compromise for my daughter. She has not in the three months, two months, we've been doing the curriculum I've assigned. She's not complained. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I, it may not work for every kid, but mm-hmm. hopefully there's some ability for that to work for you.
1: Oh, and you know, it's another yeah. experiential thing that are in even the smallest smallest towns are escape rooms. Oh, totally. They're totally trending now. And, yeah. and if you know you're going to like a wild west escape room for example yeah. you can say let's study the wild west ahead of time because you never know that might provide us some clues right. while we're there of what you to look for know some
0: famous names yeah or cities and
1: yeah, yeah. and then good one. and then you can follow up after too saying yeah. okay what what did you like in the escape right. room let's look into that like you you um liked um uh the the jail cell that we were in let's Let's learn learn let's learn about who went to jail and and who were the bad guys in the wild west the bad guys yeah um (laughs)
0: sorry um yeah i like i mean if you know us at all you know that we love experiences Mm -hmm. and that's a huge benefit to our homeschooling Mm -hmm. it's it's fun for us Mm -hmm. it refreshes things I don't have fun sitting there trying to tell my kid what to do next at a table no. for hours at a time. It's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to learn that way. I don't think it's fun for her to learn that way. Right. But being able to
1: connect it with experiences, free or otherwise, is awesome. I know when studying the body, I really went to Vegas. Las Vegas has oh, yeah. uh, the bodies exhibit at um, the Mirage. Right. Not the Mirage. Um, the Pyramid one. Uh, Luxor. Luxor. And so I was like, oh, I really want to go do that. That will tie in perfectly with learning about the body. But by the time we added up all the expenses, it was, and we were going to stay one night oh. and drive there, it was just going to be way too much money, just yeah. the tickets alone. So I was like, oh, bummer, because they used to be in Buena Park, which is like an hour they, from here. They
0: did it down here, too.
1: Did they? Yeah. Yeah, well, they used to do it near my parents. And I'm like, right. oh, someday I'm going to take my kids to that when they're a little older, and now it's gone because right. it's in Vegas right, and other countries. So, um, but that's just an example of, I can't do that one. That was too creepy for me. I loved it. It's too (laughs) creepy. I'm not that squeamish, but that
0: grosses me out. That's like real cadavers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) And then the final one that I put in the experiential category was one that you actually wrote down for me, which was spend time you are an experience for them just Mm -hmm. the experience of connecting with you and any other family members that Mm -hmm. can be there for them is huge think about the disconnect that they've just been having for weeks months years on end at school you know and now you get to just really be mm-hmm. and that's really nice um you you said specifically give them you give them your heart your time and your mm-hmm. humor and i love that that's yeah. that's really big because we forget that sometimes we are enough for yeah. our kids yeah you know you while i'm calling these other things essentials what's essential is that you are there Mm-hmm. done done check yeah. okay Final category... Oh, sorry. Did you have anything
1: else? Oh, no. No. Okay. Okay.
0: Final thing is supplies and things. Yeah. <laughs> um so this one I feel like is not a super critical one, but if you think about it at the end of the day, it's nice if you have it. You might want some paper and pencils. <laughs> yeah. You know that might help with right. learning and education. At least for making your educational plan. You right. know, you can literally write it down, ask them what they want. Um but in all seriousness, um this list could be super huge, mm-hmm. and there's some things that are totally basics, and then there's other things that are just favorites of experienced mm-hmm. homeschoolers that they would consider
1: essential. And this is just, like, maybe things you would need sooner than later versus, exactly. like, long-term. You could set long-term goals for yeah. acquiring something. Yeah. So, obviously,
0: the writing tools. You know, I mean, I'm a huge nerd and love office supplies, mm-hmm. so any opportunity I have to get cool pens yeah. and, you know, fun notebooks, I love it. Mm-hmm. So if that's you, get them. Totes. But just the basics is what's oh, yeah. actually essential here is just a couple notebooks and some working
1: pencils. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Pencil sharpener maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and colored pencils if they're yeah if they're elementary age colored exactly. pencils. Exactly. Nice. Some yeah. crayons. Yeah.
0: Um art supplies is oh, my yeah, next one. Go. Yeah. So sometimes art supplies are your thing. I mean some kids could never touch an art supply mm-hmm. and be fine mm-hmm. and love their life. And yeah. that's fine. So it this is really just what suits you, um, but art supplies are nice to have on hand because you never
1: know when something just organically would lead to getting them out. Mm-hmm. So it can be nice. And there's lots of YouTube's too that um, if if they find a medium that they like, whether it's watercolor or pastels yeah. or charcoal, they can watch a YouTube and that's free. It's right. And and they could really learn, and and then maybe the thing that they're drawing is something they're interested in, and you can right. study that. That setting or that ecology yeah, or whatever. I agree.
0: Um, I would say most homeschoolers would really recommend books, mm-hmm. books of interest in particular. So things that are subject oriented or that you know will be a good reading book, you know, like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, something mm-hmm. like that, that you would like to even be a part of if necessary. If your kids are younger picture books that, you know, mm-hmm. that they'll just want to sit there and look at, mm-hmm. you know, we have lots of resources for that. We've got our, um, recommended picture books mm-hmm. that we've talked about in the past. And so there's just these ideas of, of books to have to encourage pleasure reading, mm-hmm. I think That's a huge thing that homeschoolers would advocate for is you want the reading to be fun. Mm -hmm. So what should you have as interesting books?
1: And if they don't want to read themselves or don't know how and you are involved, like you mentioned, they can be set up with slime or Mm -hmm. Play-Doh or something during it so that they're still listening. They're still hearing the the well of words that... um, that will inform them in their writing later on. Right, exactly.
0: So, um, you know, eventually you may decide you like the audiobooks better, Mm -hmm. but either way, have books, Mm -hmm. get books. Um, They don't have to cost a lot of money. If you don't want them to, go to that library we already discussed. But just have books available at all times. I just can't talk about enough how in my house,
1: I mean, we've always had books in there, but... The kids are constantly picking up a book. Yeah, and it's it's, it's it. so much joy, and there's so much discussion that can yeah. come out of a picture book, no matter the age of your child. If you pick good picture books, like even Elephant Piggy book, My Friend is Sad, you could do a whole discussion yeah. of that would involve emotional intelligence about yeah. what do you do when a friend is sad? Like, right. how does it feel when you're sad and a friend helps you? And you could really dive in just on a little picture book. Absolutely.
0: Um, games. So playing board games, card games, and other highly educational things, they're great for providing fun learning, um, especially during the transition period, Mm -hmm. you know, and and they're bonding and, you know, those are providing experiences, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people underestimate the educational value of games and gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are so into games that there's literally a category called game schooling. Mm-hmm. And they use games for all their homeschooling or most yes. of their right. homeschooling. And you know, while I see why, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really have an interest in playing games all day. But I love when games can support learning or when my kids are just interested in something that's fun, that Works on math skills or logic skills or whatever it
1: is. Yeah, and my daughter was with you um, all morning, and so I wasn't gonna have my other kids sit there and do their math. So we played Rummy Cube for forty-five minutes. It's perfect. And my son beat me. My son beat me three rounds, and my seven-year-old beat me one round. And I literally have been winning like for the past like month. Right. And now I'm like. You have, I have bypassed me. Like I've come up with different strategies. Hold on to your tiles, so then right. when it's your turn, you don't have to draw. You can just lay down another tile. Right. But um, but all these things, and now they've they've listened and they're doing them, and now they're beating me. And I used, I've played, I used to play this all the time in junior high, and yeah. and loved it. And so it's great when your kids beat you at a game yeah. that requires skill.
0: Exactly, I love that. Yeah. And so. You'll notice that this list is obviously not exhaustive. We didn't talk about a homeschool space because we don't really think that's essential right. to you being able to bring your kid home and homeschool. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want one in the future, fine, but it's not an essential, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, you know, we did talk about like the whiteboard or the chalkboard, and that's great too. If you have multiple yeah, it can kids be helpful. and you like that and you want to use it yourself awesome. I, I went through a period of having a whiteboard and now I don't. And right.
1: yeah.
0: it hasn't changed my life.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: it just is. And so it's definitely not an essential, but if you want one, go for it. Um, and then the one that I didn't give its own category or even much time to was curriculum. And that was intentional because I think it's really important to make sure that you don't get overwhelmed or um, impulsively get curriculum that you haven't really researched mm-hmm. or know that's going to suit you. So I would actually advise not jumping into oh, curriculum definitely not. yeah, um, because that should have more thought and it's not essential. It's not
1: required that you have curriculum. Well, in cur- curriculum, it depends how you define it. So oh, sure. if, if it... If, Like, Sarah McKenzie defines it as content, whatever your content. So it could be games. It could be the docent at the museum. And then there's the curriculum that you're talking about, which is actually like, uh, oh, buy this math curriculum, buy this literature curriculum, where it comes with the books, and it comes with the the teacher script, and it comes with all that. And, I mean... You have you have time to figure that exactly. out. Exactly. There's yeah. nothing it's wrong with emergency. Those. Yeah, you don't need
0: it as an emergency. Right. There's thing. nothing wrong with those, and I highly encourage you explore your options. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is that it takes time, and a lot of people find more frustration and um, difficulty transitioning to homeschooling because
1: they jumped the gun on mm-hmm. curriculum and found something they don't like. They measured once and cut had to cut ten times versus just measuring yes. twice. And waiting and asking people and going to a homeschool conference eventually or looking asking message boards and going to rainbow resources. Now that you say that, I would say
0: an essential that I missed was join a community.
1: Oh, yeah. Find Mm -hmm. a network or a
0: community that's going to help you. But
1: you don't even have to do that the first week. No,
0: absolutely not. It's not a requirement. But I do think that that's actually a really important tool for continuing
1: forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have our a, a whole separate set of essentials for if you do this long term, right. if you do How your first week yeah. In your first month and you're like, "Okay, I'm not good. ready. Yeah. Like I want to dive in and be an actual homeschool parent, not just an emergency homeschool parent." Then we have all these, like you were saying, yeah. all these resources and different essentials for you. Right. We have a starter pack that
0: walks you through writing a mission statement that mm-hmm. helps then guide how you set up your educational plan for the year mm-hmm. or for the remaining time that you have. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so it's it's really valuable. It walks you through considering um, the social options mm-hmm. for your children and activities. And so it's it's all those next steps. Mm-hmm. But this will get you through the the initial initial transition from a public school to a homeschool situation
1: yeah and it's important not to overload yourself with all that too much to begin with anyways because then you're going to feel like you're drowning and you're going to be um again i'm going to reference teaching from rest because that's the book i'm reading right now but she says um you want to be the master of your content or curriculum you want to be the master of it not the servant love that yeah yeah i love that all right are you ready time for for the Coop Q&A, where
0: we answer your questions. Today's question, uh, there's a few points here, so stick with me. If you school multiple grades together, and she says elementary, Mm -hmm. have a strong focus on Mm read-alouds, hate workbooks, spend less than two hours a day on school, what curriculum do you use? Yeah. And I like this one just because as we as i was saying all those points you and i are going yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um and here's the answer. I use a lot of different things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that yeah. it's it's eclectic. It's eclectic. Yeah. You're going
0: to want to pick and choose. I can't think of a single out of the box curriculum. I'm using air quotes here. I can't think of one that would fit all of these boxes. And out of the box would mean like with the teacher guide, with a lesson plan for, for all each, the full the yeah. school
1: year, I don't think you're going to find one. No, you're not. Because it, those box curriculums where it's everything mm-hmm. in one, it requires hours and hours of time. Right. And I'm guessing by what she's saying, because she sounds
0: like my Us? kind of people. Yeah. She also doesn't want an online curriculum. Mm -mm. She didn't say that.
1: But I would guess she probably also doesn't want an online curriculum. Because she wants to school her, she wants to educate her children together. Right. And you can't do that online because that's segmented by grade. Exactly. So the answer is you're going to need to pick and choose. And you're going to want to
0: explore the merits of different curriculums for the different subjects. Mm -hmm. Um, Our recommendations, um, we love Gather Round because we can even homeschool some subjects and days together mm-hmm. using Gather Around because they have such a great offering for the one room schoolhouse mm-hmm. or for the multiple age levels. Um and this goes beyond just elementary. Um so this is one that we personally have experience with. Um it's definitely got a strong focus on read aloud um rather than um the child having a book that they have to read. You read to them Mm -hmm. so they can be doing whatever you are comfortable with them doing while you're reading to them. The subject material, you can break it up wherever you want. You can customize this. And then um, Rebecca, the director of Gather Round, she provides an extensive resource list. So if you wanted to, for the space unit, for instance, she gives you a model to build. She mm-hmm. gives you an experiment that you could set up. And then she tells you, you know, where you might want to put these in. Actually, the model, she recommended painting each of the planets mm-hmm. after you studied that planet. Mm-hmm. So cute. that was kind of a cute way to keep this to spread out, ongoing mm-hmm.
1: and then be able to put Instead it together. Instead of all at once. Yeah. yeah. So I, we didn't do it, but I liked that idea. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And if someone doesn't want work, because she has the student workbook, but you don't mm-hmm. need the student yeah. workbook. To get the content that what I like about the student workbook, though, is they don't have to fill it out, but it'll have like I went the human body, for example, it'll uh, talk about how antibiotics were found. Exactly. And then, oh, I didn't even think to think about antibiotic penicillin yeah. and all that stuff. So then that could just um, trigger the parent to be like, oh, let's watch a YouTube yeah. about The history of antibiotics.
0: And neither of us value workbooks. Right. I would equate that to busy work. Mm -hmm. However, you know, we like doing handwriting skills. We Mm -hmm. like copy
1: work and Bible verses and that kind of thing. And since I do have multiple kids, if I have one person answer without anyone ever writing anything down, then that just kind of took the thinking away from the other kids. So by just saying, what I'll say is after I I read them from Gather Round, I'll say, okay, I hope you took notes. Right. And um, I want you to write three things you learned. And yeah. then I'm excited to actually hear what stood out to them. Right. And, and then my seven-year-old, she just needs to write one word that she can then remind herself to talk about. Right. Of what you learned. And then it's done. So then when, the other, when one child starts talking, the other one's not influenced by that yeah. child. She already has her answer. Exactly. And so Gather Round would be more of uh, social
0: studies, history, or science. Mm-hmm. Oriented curriculum mm-hmm. unit studies. With a little um, bit of
1: literature sprinkled in, but yeah.
0: we actually skip it. But I would say that's their primary mm-hmm. subject focus, would be the science or social studies. Um, my favorites for the other subjects, I love Matthew C. Mm-hmm. The lesson is 10 minutes or less. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And so it doesn't take a lot of time. It is a workbook. You do mm-hmm. do it in the workbook, but there's an instructional DVD that my daughter really likes. It's hard to do math without a workbook
1: that I would just say keep looking. Yeah, or you just play games where keeping yeah. score is covering the skills that they need to be right. developing. Right, particularly for elementary mm-hmm. or if you're getting upper
0: elementary and you're wanting to do fractions and division focus on cooking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you really want the hands-on application and not a workbook, you're going to have to start getting more creative. There's certainly curriculums for it. I just don't use them. Right. But um, I love that Matthew C is at least short. So if mm-hmm. that's one of the more heavy workbook type of schooling. Yeah. I do, people kind of accept that for math. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And it's just short and it's easy
1: and it's not a bunch of busy work. And when you have multiple levels, you have to be careful that everything isn't teacher led and yeah. our parent led and, and focus because then like my, my educational day with the kids is hours longer than each of the kids, because then I'm sitting with one teaching her math. And then right. I'm sitting with the other ones doing, helping them with their grammar. And then, so I'm already spread thin. So if I right. have to do that for every single subject, that's like an eight or nine hour oh, yeah, work day for yeah. me to do two hours of right. education. You get no so you experiences. Need, yeah. You need something on the, their own and then some things where they can just overlap and sit together. I agree. Um, and then we do spelling UC. And so
0: that's another one that is a workbook. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very quick. So it's mm-hmm. another one that it's like set the timer for 10 minutes. You get through what you get through and then you're done because the, the curriculums I buy into, they don't want you to be overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and they don't want the parent or the child to to spend too much time struggling on something so it's set a timer get done and visit it the next day
1: yeah and so i like
0: those ones what else do i use Oh, well, my history mm-hmm. is just another unit study, but it's one that's more robust. And so um, I chose a literature-based one because I wanted there to be a lot more reading and mm-hmm. reading together. So this one is so all read So when you aloud. do
1: read alouds, then then it is you can serve all levels yes. because they're listening in some capacity. Exactly. So that's why I chose
0: those things. I feel like I fully agree with her list of, of wants there, but you're going to have to work hard to find what you want and what works for you. Um, do you have any other curriculum suggestions that you use that you would recommend to this person? I'm trying to think if I didn't
1: cover them all already. Hmm. I mean, she might like the subscription kits. Oh yeah. Like a Kiwi crate. Um she can level it for what what ages yeah. or developmental levels her children are and my older ones can do theirs on their own and then right. you can sit with the youngest and then when they show each other theirs, they're yeah. actually learning the uh, science lesson that that kit is teaching them. So my kids will usually have two of them will match and one of them will be different depending Mm -hmm. on what it is. And so the two that match will work together on it, whether it's the girls or my son and my daughter. And and then the other ones are interested in it. Like the spin art was my son, so the girls were really interested in it. And then the girls made like a street sweeper that literally rotated and picked up cotton balls and stuff like that and so then my son was watching that and wanting to play with it too and seeing how it worked and and that's something they're doing they're learning and it it can be overwhelming if that's like extra stuff you keep adding to it right but if it my kids are always begging to do the kits that can that be what we do for school today and i'm like oh yeah oh yeah i gotta remember the kits yeah yeah and um it's just an, a neat skin and I would, service. I would lesson. add
0: too, with how many subscription boxes there are these days, mm-hmm. there are some that were that will fit many different subjects. Yeah. And so Kiwi Crate is just one example. Right. Um, and then many of them offer the sibling add-ons. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting two full complete boxes of the same thing, if you want your kids to be able to study the same thing, I think you can get one with all the instructions so, and then you can get the add-ons.
1: So Kiwi Crate won't do that because they fill up the box with just one. Right. But um but like Green Kids Craft will do that. Okay. They'll just pack it in. because yeah, I feel like Radish Kids will do that too. Radish They'll kids send does the that too. extra utensil for yeah. the other kids, but you don't need all the cards. But like Kiwi Crate, the whole thing are all the mechanisms to put together. So it's okay. too full. So you do need to so just you get need a your yeah. That but, makes sense. but yeah, like radish kids, green kids um crafts, um yeah. those are all like they can just pack it in a little bit more. Yeah, that makes sense. So those are our recommendations. And you oh, can, yeah. see, when you get the subscription boxes, if you see that, oh, this is with space, I'm gonna wait till we study space, right? And instead of the workbook, right, that that's came what with you it, like to do, yeah. Yeah, you put the space kit with it. Mandy sneaks in her
0: subscription kits before the kids can see, and then she peeks in, yeah, just to, to see she's what like, they Ooh, are. Ooh, I'm gonna
1: plan this with that, and she yeah. hides it away. And so, that's the craft, and I don't have to now figure out some craft for them to do and right. get all these supplies. It's all there, including the paper clip. I know. I know, down it's to all, the, yeah. it's all
0: there. Down to the staple. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah.
1: So those are our recommendations. It
0: sounds fun. Thanks for listening. We love your support. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave a rating and review to let us know how we're doing, and share our podcast with your friends who need a little community, humility, and joyful
1: fun in homeschooling.